Hey yo, welcome back to the Mega Late Show, the marvelous episode number forty-two. You know how we do. Late, how many mics do we rip on the daily? Mini money. Let me say, oh, you didn't. Oh, oh my bad. Oh shit. shit. Oh shit. Well, every Friday we ripping mics on the daily. <laughs> Not really the daily. How many mics do we rip on the weekly? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Every Friday, that's right. The Mega Late Show, the number one hip-hop uh, and dope culture podcast in Tokyo. Every week, every Friday, we bring you luxurious guests, intelligent human beings, people who are fantastic and doing marvelous things here in Tokyo. And today, we have another marvelous guest. But first, Late, hello. Yo. Hi. Hey. Welcome back to the podcast. Yo, on the third mic today, we've got the homie friend of the show and also a uh, guest for episode 20-something. We have the mighty, mighty Hero King. Thank what you, up, fam. What up, what up? Thank you for joining us we again. We got the hand claps for Hero. We do. We do have the hand claps. Let's get it off. Yeah, let's just keep that going, too. Because today we also have our focus. We've got the homie, friend of the show. It's our guy. He's the H&IC of Body Archives. You know what I mean? You're going to learn more about that. An explosive body jester, stylist, teacher, dancer extraordinaire. We have Isom. Peace, fam. Yes. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yo, Isom. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, man. It's been a long time coming. Yes. Uh, I know you got a lot of things bubbling, and that's what we want to highlight on today's show. Uh, first, can you tell us where you're from? Yes. And and without giving... Uh, and without giving or also tell us what you do out here and without giving us too much away tell us about this new project that you've got coming out all right my name is isom winton um i'm born in the state of kansas uh lived in a place called olathe for most of my life which is about 15 minutes outside of kansas city kansas kansas city missouri uh right now i'm working uh with a tech company called bite dance a chinese company uh you may be familiar with the app called tiktok or buzz feed oh, buzz yeah, news yeah, yeah. yeah they are basically taking over the world at this moment yo i've you know? seen a lot of advertisements for tiktok with Everywhere, very man. very beautiful women on instagram yes. and mm. young ones not yes. the big crossing in shibuya but the one like in front of modi or like yes. going up by the disney okay. store yep yep yeah. i mean ah. they, got, they got trucks going out there they got advertisements so uh they're doing it big and i'm i mean basically i'm starting next week but uh before that i was working for side rage and doing a similar type thing working in the uh kind of app space word man that's super dope and uh we're gonna get into exactly uh what this app is going to be doing later mm -hmm. but uh off top i think it's it's something that's supposed to help dancers monetize their their fandom and also connect with brands yes. and we're gonna hear more about that as well as uh you teaching out here and doing all these wonderful things in tokyo correct correct hey hey um, and, and shout out, uh, the first time I met Isom was uh, at Coins Bar. Happy birthday to our guy Chase. Today is his birthday Word. Um, from Coins Bar, and we know that's the fam. And also that night that I met you, uh, yes. I want to give a shout out to uh, Kensho Kuma and Oroku Saki from the Second Floor Samurais who rocked the mic that night. Mm -hmm. I actually recorded um, an interview with them that we've never released. Maybe I need to get on that and put that out, but I remember getting pretty drunk that night yeah, too, we, so we it might sound night. a little bit crazy to be honest with you. Like, and since it's only like a single recorder, it might be difficult for me to edit out all my idiot shit. So we'll see how that comes across, man. Yo, um, late. Tell us about our sponsors. Yo, extra special shout out to our guy Cal Combs at calcombs.com. Calcombs.com. Website, you'll be able to cop all of his music and also some of his physical IRL gear such as t-shirts and sweaters and what kind of tape 
grip tape for that skateboard for that ass. Yeah, so you know uh, what I mean. Go out there and cop <laughs> insignificant positivity. Cop Carmel. Cop five hundred five. You can also cop our homegirl Shalice's album. Aphrodite. Oh yeah, Aphrodite. Excuse me. Uh, her album title's long as hell. I don't really know the full name. There's an ampersand in there though. Yeah, yeah. You know what ampersand I mean? Ampersand and drinks. <laughs> yeah. No, no. There's no ampersand. It's a colon. Oh shit. That's right. Cal messed that up. I love. I love. Oh man, she's gonna hate me for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Go cop all of that shit. Uh, if you use the promo code Mega Late Show, don't space that bitch up. Never space that bitch up. <laughs> and your total is over thirty dollars or a three thousand yen. You will get twenty five percent off of that. So mm-hmm. go there. Also, shout out to our guy KeenWaquin.com. Keen. He's uh, the 3D god. He has the best business cards in the universe. Uh, that's homie. He's MLS Prime. So, yeah, go support him. KeenJoaquin.com. Also, KeenJoaquin on Instagram. That's K E E N W A and Keen again. Right. Multifaceted. Several different mediums of art that he can help you out with. So, check out our guy, KeenJoaquin.com. Now, back to the show oh wait wait one more oh, wait, okay shout okay. out to harry sandwich company hey. in harajuku that's right uh your boy is playing there every last friday of the month so come catch some vibes and uh get the best sandwiches in tokyo the best sandwiches in tokyo i mean Gotta there's not a, a there's not a lot bro. of spots but even though there's not a lot of spots with dope sandwiches harry stands out and you know what he's always playing in there Sean Price. Sean Price. <laughs> so you go in there, and no matter what you are, you're going to hear Sean Price talking that shit. I could tell by your beard that you don't love Allah. Yo, shout out to Sean Price. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go right into this temperature check. You want to do some little back and forth late? Let's go back and forth off of it. Bust it. All right, first question. When you lose your virginity. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, off top. Right, right. No. Um, uh, off top, let's see. Um, favorite, uh, give me give me five of your favorite MCs all time. Man, uh, I'm going to have to go with, hmm, I mean, Tupac's there. I have to go with, man, I like Andre 3000. I have to yes. Too short. Hey. Yes. Um, I'm liking the balance right now, yes. actually. You know, this is an interesting balance. I do like, uh, man, I like Method Man, for sure. And then if I had to choose one more, who would that be? Let me think. Let me think. Come on. Uh, it's a hard one, man. I'll probably go with Kendrick then. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good balance, man. You touch all the coast, and uh, and also you get a new guy in there. Yeah. Who you think out of all those guys would win in a fight if it was like a Royal Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, I think, man. I mean, Method Man has got to be the, the the biggest dude out of all of right. them, right? He, yeah. He's, yeah, he's I think Method dude. might have it. But I think it's all about mind control. I think Too Short would just everybody just twisted you know what I'm saying throw an ass, on, throw an ass on the corner for him yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, he would flip it to be like yeah. you know, hey you yeah. know what actually Pot, let's make money <laughs> Pot grew up 165 in a city where skinny niggas die so you know yeah that's man. true be ready, man. Uh, lots of points there but Method Man will fucking he'll fucking just lay your nutsack on the table <laughs> and bang them shits with a spike bat 
so your asshole shut and keep feeding you and feeding you. you uh, know we can't, and we can't forget uh, Kendrick Lamar studied in the hyperbolic chamber with yeah. Bruce Lee and right. Jackie Chan. So he's yeah. he does know kung fu. Yo, this yeah. is a very Fukeni. difficult. Yo, this would be a great. This would be a great anime. This would be a great anime. Great anime. Yeah, let you on him with the next question. Uh, all right, yo, mm-hmm. classic question. Okay. Mary fuck kill. All right. Dun, dun, dun. I like I like how he feels like he he like he's like he kind of braced himself. Right. He was like yeah. right, I don't know what they're about to throw at me, but you trying know, to clear my mind for yeah, this. Yeah, he's one, like you know I'm I mean? in the era of Me Too, so I have to be prepared. Can't be too toxic, but right. he's still not ready for what I'm about to throw at him. Okay, yo, Mary fuck kill. Seven hmm. Eleven, Family Mart. Okay, Lawson's. That's crucial, homie. I'm probably going to marry. Lawson's because I got that Ponta card, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's, and it's connected to Ponta. my my uh my rent, so I you know I gotta keep that. <laughs> you get a discount, that. <laughs> I get a discount. Yeah. you know I pay that rent monthly, so uh, I appreciate you are represent. You know what I'm saying the Donchies, the high class Donchies in, in in Tokyo. We appreciate that. Um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to uh, kill uh, Family Mart. Uh, just because they got too many point cards, man. I got my Staya card. They got the family team. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I can't pull my money out there on a on a Sunday without oh. getting charged mm. on my uh, Shinsei card. You know, sometimes oh. it's free. Sometimes it's free. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't do. know. I Whoa. Totally inappropriate. They should never do that. I wasn't aware that they was doing these type yes. of things to people. Yes. I think this is the first time somebody's killed Family Mart late. Yeah, even guy was like, I didn't yeah. hear him say that. Right? Uh, maybe, man. Maybe. Yeah, we've at, we asked pretty much everybody this question on the podcast, yeah. and it gets you know it's different. Yeah, so I, I would hit the kill family mark because they're killing my, my money right now when they're okay. taking out my money, and then I would uh, probably fuck Seven uh, Eleven because they're more international. You know what mm. I'm saying? And also, Exotic. I like to print my uh, my documents when I'm uh, going on business trips. You know, you can do it via your app, app the iPhone. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just want to, as a person, <laughs> as a as a person that's been firmly, you know, happily married to Family Mart for several episodes now, yes. I just want to point out that you can also print out things from your smartphone at the Family Mart as well. I don't know if they're doing that at Lawson's. But you know, unnecessary shots. Let me let me try another let me try another one. Hey, and let's get everybody to answer this. Let's get everybody to answer this. Okay. I saw um our girl Asia Bonita, uh Chi Button, post uh, a picture of a bunch of what I would call hood DVDs, mm-hmm. right? Hood movies. Mm-hmm. Menace to Society, Juice, Boys in the Hood, uh mm-hmm. Paid in Full, and all of these things. Let's get our let, how about mm-hmm. Top three oh, hood films. Pick three. Okay. okay. Let's see what we get. Right. Uh, let, let's just pick one. Let's go around and circle and pick one. Try, and I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to do like pick ones that are not like the most popular joints. Okay. Here goes my dark horse pick. I love New Jersey Drive. Okay. Oh, that's a good pick. I like that yeah. one. I like, I like New Jersey one. Drive. That's, that's, yeah. You want to go counterclockwise? Late. You want to get on this one? Uh, hold on. Shit. Shot Okay. Us. Um, yo, can I say one that maybe nobody knows? It, it may not qualify, actually. If you say I got the hookup, I got the hookup. Masterpiece. I was gonna say hanging with the homeboys. I have never heard I, of this. I never heard this. Who's in there? Who's this? 
Yo, it's your like, classmates made this shit. It's like, uh, what's that movie? It's like Hangover for like '90s hip hop. Really? Mm. Yeah. Like these four guys like have this wild night. They're like trying to find some a girl or something, or I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Happens. One of the guys <laughs> trying to lose his virginity or some shit. Ah. Uh, it's dope, man. Okay. Okay. Hanging good. Good choice. Boys. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what you got, Isom? I was gonna say hustle and flow. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's just yo. Like, you know that's that shit. I just Hold on, I changed my so answer. Fucking funny, Eight man. Eight mile. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, man. Yo, <laughs> Terrence Howard is too much with that right. man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Right. That's what. That's what everybody says in KC, bro. Is man. You know what I'm saying? So that's why yo. it brings me back. So I got to say, hustle flow. I saw that shit at the drive-in, and I thought it just seemed so fake to me, and so something about it was so corny and generic. I was like, yo, you really got that real skinny kid to be the beat maker and shit, like. Yo, but actually, it's real funny. Those tracks go pretty hard though. They I won. Mean, they won a Grammy for yeah, that. Uh, three six. I mean, Mafia. Oh man, I forget. What is it? There's whoop one, that trick. <laughs> that yes. track. Yo, that is actually pretty hard. <laughs> whoop that, that, actually whoop goes that trick. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard out here for shit. a pimp. Yes. Ah, uh, all right. That's okay. Hustle and flow. That's a good dark horse choice. Yes. yes. What do you got, hero? Uh, is colors considered? But oh, absolutely. Colors has got to be a hood film. Yes. Good choice. Yeah, so then you can bring me back because, uh, yeah, there's a person in that movie that I'm going to, yeah. Oh, my bad. So there's a person uh, in Colors that went on to make another really popular hood film that, uh, I'll just wait for my turn to, to spit that out. So. <laughs> okay, okay, you got but the yeah, next one? Thank you. Thank you for reminding let, me of let me, the let one me, that I wanted. Let wanted. me see. Let's see. What, what other joints do we have that could be? A, Juice. A, a, Juice is a great choice, actually. Yeah. Juice is a top a top tier choice for me. But you know, I'm a big fan of Menace. Like Menace, Menace yeah, Society is my joint. Definitely. And I and I, I was you just know, I don't think I've other... seen Menace as an adult. I'd probably watch that shit like every year to be honest. It's with like you. wallpaper to me, yeah. but I just put it on when I'm yeah. so chill. I say so many <laughs> I say so many lines from Clean that my shit. house and yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, I won't suggest this whole movie, but everybody should watch the interrogation scene from South Central. That's a, that was my movie I was going to say. South oh, Central, yeah. Yeah, so just you know. everybody knows like you know you fucked up, right? No, that's for Menace. That's for Menace. That's for Menace? Yeah, that's yeah. for Menace. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I'm sure. <laughs> you know you fucked up, right? Damn. You fucked up. Word. Well, watch both those movies then. Word. And I then watch these. Juice in yo, between. Yo, Double Burger with Cheese is one of the greatest scenes of all time. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you got next, Slate? Let's do Let's do one more each. You got oh, so I said, I saw, Oh, one more? Yeah, one more. Well, he said South Central, so may I say something different? Yeah. Am I? Okay. Um... I mean, but you can, you can change yours though, lady, if you want. Bust to. it, yeah, yeah. So, poetic justice. What about um, the movie with? Oh my gosh, were there? Uh, yeah, and we're obviously sp- not saying Friday, but that's yes. like okay, yeah, you know, that's unspoken. Yeah, yeah. Where um, they basically receive a package that's not theirs, and what is the movie that just came out? No, it's it's older. With um, I, I mean, I'm drawing a blank right now. I've yeah, been, I can't think of anyone where they receive a package. Dude, where's my car? Is that a hood film? That's, that's not. No, ah. Special delivery or something okay. like that. Um, who's is it? Is Master P? No, it's not Master P. Master okay. P had hella movies yeah, actually. Hella movies. Okay, I got the hookup. It's not a bad film. Paid in full. Paid in full. Yo, it's, Paid it's in full movie. is a great because it's a real flick. story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, that's a great flick. Plus, actually. like. 
Cam kills that shit. Mm-hmm. They all kill that. Yeah, shit. Cam is really good. What about you, Hero? One more. Uh, I was gonna say poetic justice, but oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Beat Street. Yo, yes. that's a that's a yeah, fine that's, choice. That's, that's kind of like that's a, a upbeat. Choice. I want to call it so hoodish. I'm gonna call it more. You know what I'm saying? Because I I, right. I respect it a lot better than the, straight up. I don't know, but yeah. But it's a good it's a good choice though. Definitely. Uh, okay, I got one. <laughs> yeah. um, word. I'll put it in more like a classic classic line. Right. Yeah. That is a, that is a classic. Um, what about all right? Empire is pretty good with John Leguizamo, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say Belly. Yes, oh, shit. Belly, that's what I'm talking yeah. about yeah. man. Belly, Belly. That's, man, that might be number one for me though. It's a beautiful yeah. film, I, man. Yeah. It's Belly? a beautiful Belly. film. Belly, DMX and Nas. Yes, shot Hype by Williams. Hype, Williams. Hype Williams. Have you seen man. that one, Hero? No, no. Oh, yo, man, you gotta bro, watch you gotta that. You gotta watch Belly. that. I don't think Belly. they got that shit on Netflix, but you gotta watch that shit. Yes. That's that's a cold in classic. Fact, yeah. In fact, get, get, before you leave, remind me. Give me. Uh, give me your email. I'll send My it man, to you. Man, banana. I don't like that shit. Yeah. Nah, nigga. I don't like that shit. <laughs> Yo, that's movie, actually bro. that's actually a really, really dope film. Method Man is raw in that shit too, yes. actually, by the way. All right. Um, okay. Uh late, you got a you got another temperature check question? I know that one was kinda long, but you know what I mean? Yo, who was your favorite MC when you were fifteen years old? Fifteen years old. I gotta say it was E forty in the click. That was forty. Yes, that's who I, I rolled with when I was yeah. fifteen. Basically, you know, E forty in the click, and then you had some Mac Dre in there, Looney's. Basically, that's Bay what Area, I was, shit. Yeah, Bay yeah. Area stuff. So basically, yeah. Yo, E forty got that razzle dazzle. He got he got all the really dope slang. He's yes. like the king of slang when it comes to when it comes to hip hop. Maybe he's like right up there. Yeah, razzle dazzle. E forty man, come from Brooklyn. Yes. Who was your favorite dancer when you were 16? Oh. See, that, and that's an interesting question because, I mean, I have to say basically Michael Jackson because that's all I knew. There mm. were dancers in my in Kansas, you know, where I was at, but um, nothing like here in, in Tokyo, in Japan. Mm. So I didn't know about dancers until I came here. And then when mm. I came here, I'm like, oh, this is what dancing and b-boying is you know okay that's when i, I figured that out so then from there i have other favorite dancers you know what I'm okay saying? but you know top is michael but just people that i actually have seen live in person that i know man i mean brooklyn terry obviously i can yeah, i can watch brooklyn his videos for days yeah. and just be like and show people like hey, it's my friend <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, and like yeah. and instantly yeah. i'm cool you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. um but his crew i mean link i mean bro i mean Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, like top tier. I mean, they're called a fucking elite, elite force, right? I mean, and they, I mean, they really are elite, yeah. man. I, I sometimes I see Terry dancing. It's like, yo, that's just freestyling. Yeah. And and the music is just he moves through the music. The music moves through him, man. It's like it's yeah. crazy. It's like he prepared it. You know what I mean? And that's what you want. That's what you want in yeah. all. I think I think that's what you want in all. Um, I don't know if genres, the all styles yeah. uh, of of hip hop dance. You yeah. know, you want there has to be that immediacy and that beat killing and being yeah. on time. That's like the, the musicality is more important than the technicality. A lot of times, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean. You can get off just, you know, if you if you just move your arm in a certain way to the, when the beat drops, it's it's a blow up. Yeah. Exactly. Right and just shout out to my favorite Japanese dancers. You know what I'm saying because this is the place where I got inspired and they actually 
me on to Elite Force, you know what I mean? So, uh, my homeboy Chu, um, Chumaha. Chumaha from Mo Paradise, I mean, just straight up dope, amazing, uh, balance, power. And then, you know, my homeboy Can Do, he's, a, he's dope. Um, Can Do. That's a dope man. name, too. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's just super funky with his. I mean, mm-hmm. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know it by looking at him, but he just he's just dope as hell. Um, Super quiet guy, yeah. quiet dude. But you know? when he gets down, it's almost noisy. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's how, that's how he expresses exactly. himself yeah. through the dance. Exactly. You know, that's dope. Do um, y'all know um, what's up, Akemi? Have you heard of her? Akemi? She's out in Okinawa. She's really talented. What's up, Akemi? I haven't heard. Yeah, she's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of Okinawan dancers like uh, poppers as well that are, yeah. are pretty popular, right? Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I mean authentic. This, yes. Yeah. yeah. I only I only know the B boys because you know my mm-hmm. wife is in convent crew out in Okinawa, mm-hmm. and so I, like I know all those guys, and yes. um, I, you know I'm I'm mostly more familiar with with the B boys, yeah. with, with B boying uh, as as an art form. I'm not too familiar with the more uh, modern styles of hip hop, freestyle dance, and mm-hmm. finger tutting, and all of these mm-hmm. other things. I just don't really. I mean, really and, know. and that's real because I mean it, it's it's kind of like that, right? I mean, you can attest to this, mm-hmm. uh, Hiro King, like. There's the 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 street dance scene, but then there's the b-boy scene. It's kind of yeah. two different types of yeah, it kind of separated. You know, yeah. It's not that far, but it's definitely a two different communities. They don't mm. they copy each other so much. Right. They know, but they don't do shit together. Right. Really. Why is that though? Uh cause everyone's busy on their own styles, and especially Japanese dancers or b especially b-boys. They are, they are so into practicing yeah. every fucking night. Mm-hmm. Then they have no, no room for thinking about anything else. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, so I, serious. I, I, I know yeah. in like in, in b boy culture, um, and out here it seems like. Uh, is every time I hear about a jam, it's not like a jam. You know, everybody's coming together to dance. It's always like here's a battle, right? Like, and uh, so yeah. it seems like very fiercely competitive. You know, too formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, it seems like that where it's like, yo, like when is the time where we just come listen to music and like mm-hmm. everybody can just get in the cipher and dance? Mm-hmm. Of course, at battles there's like mm-hmm. open cipher. Right. But if you have if you have the mentality where it's always like I gotta kill, I gotta kill, I gotta murder. You know, yeah. whoever comes after me and next, then it's you know. Yes. You, you, you're not gonna want to sit around and watch somebody else, you know, pop locking. You're yeah. like, yo, I'm gonna have to fucking spin on my face real quick, actually. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it kills. You know what I mean? It's not really a, a party vibe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's like you said, it, it's, it's business. You know what I mean? And granted, yeah. business is good. Yeah, it's <laughs> it good. Like, uh, actually, I've, I've been spinning for a lot of you know those competitions. Yeah. One of the big one on Friday this week. I mean, like. Last Friday? Yes, last okay. Friday. It's going to be last Friday, but yeah. it's going to be uh, at Saitama Super Arena Dance oh. Battle Championship. Yeah, I'm going. I'm what? Going. Oh, yeah? yeah. At the Super Center? Like the, the Super Arena? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. means that there's going to be tens of thousands of people at yeah. this event? Uh, yeah, Wait, yeah. last what? Friday? This so Friday. you mean this coming Friday? Yeah, this when coming this, Friday. This is coming today. out Friday. Yeah, today. this is coming. Oh, today? Yeah, today, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So That it's, sounds uh, dope. And it's not even rare. Like, mm, right. you know, we have a lot of dance battle championships with like thousands of people watching. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, it's a good, like, very big market now. And a lot of organizers or promoters try to give them, give young people a chance to, right. you know, shine on a big stage. 
it's a good thing. But since you know, since it started, you know, like it's very it's going very well.、Mm-hmm. So、everyone thinking about, yeah, I want to win. I want to win that. I want to win that. So people. Don't really spend your Saturday night or Sunday going out、right. for jazz jamming.、Mm-hmm. Right. People,、mm-hmm. Shit, I got practice. Oh, is, it,、uh, is there a battle? Small one? Who cares? I go. A challenge. Right.、Uh, yeah. Jam? Ah, no, 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 no.、Uh, when it's、right. practice session, when it's workshop, when、yeah. it's my showcase with other people.、Uh, a jam next week? No, 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 no. Practice.、Yeah. You know,、right. shit like、right. that.、Yeah. So everyone's very serious and, you know, no rooms for. Sure. <laughs> well, shit. Well, shit.、Yeah. Let's go. Let's go right into the conversation segment right, of the、right. podcast. This is a good segue.、Um, mm-hmm. So, what type of style of dance are you、uh, are you teaching and, and practicing yourself, Isom? Yeah. So, l- let me just、um, kind of clarify. So, basically, you know,、um, I'm a, a hip hop dancer. Basically, my base is hip hop. You know, '90s hip hop style.、Um, but、uh, I've you know I've learned house, and you know I just freestyle and like to have fun. You know, and I know hundreds of dancers that are way better than me. And Who, you know, I don't have no problem saying that, but I feel like what I bring to the table is just my energy and、um, just excitement for dance, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll go anywhere in the world and, and, and hang with the, the best and, 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 you know, you know cipher、yeah. and battle, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm here to,、yeah. you know, get the vibes and just, you know, to dance. To dance you know、yeah. what I'm saying? So that's, that's missing a lot from the culture, I think. Yeah. yeah. All so, over the place. So it's、yeah. mostly like a freestyle and like a choreography style、uh, dance? I mean, I, I, chore- I choreograph as well, but、um, like right now I don't teach as much because, as I mentioned earlier to you, like I've been out of the country for half, you know, out of Japan for half of this year already. Right. Just back and forth on business. So it's hard to have regular classes. But, you know, I'll do like a workshop with children and like, you know, do some English and hip hop or something like that. If, you know, people can organize something, you know, help me organize on the side. But、uh, mm-hmm. yeah, right now I've slowed down more on like the teaching aspect and doing workshops and more focused on kind of building a business platform、um, that's going to help. Dancers, like I said, monetize their fan base、mm-hmm. and also help brands connect with them to, to do more social media、right. marketing. So、uh, that's、right. what I'm focusing on. Well,、uh, before, before we get into, into you monetizing that,、sure. I wanted to ask a few questions about. Teaching dance out here,、yes. uh, especially because we have Hero, who's also phenomenal B boy and,、yes. and has been in Tokyo his whole life.、Yep. So perhaps you can give,、uh, you know, Laid and I some insight into the scene out here.、Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges that you face、um, teaching kids hip hop style out here?、Mm-hmm. Because I know that it's very popular to learn、yes. hip hop style. I see it at the culture centers all the time. But、um, I know both of you guys, you're、mm-hmm. of the culture. You know hip hop culture. You're not just dancing because you like the dance. Like,、right. Hero's a you know, hip hop head through and through. through, and through. You're a hip hop head through and through, like Four Elements style shit. But I don't know if all the teachers out there are actually Four Elements hip hop heads or they just like hip hop dance style.、Right. What are some challenges that you face? Um, in teaching these kids,、mm. yeah. is, it, is it all? I, I feel like I have so many questions.、Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me ask that question and then also say,、um, well, I'll just go. Yeah. Let <laughs> me just do that question while know, I'm rambling. You know, take, take this, bro, because I mean, you, you've, you've seen scenes here in Japan and abroad,、mm. and you've seen kind of the evolution more、uh, in the Japanese scene. So, I mean, what, what do you think, man, are some of the challenges? In terms of teaching? Yeah. Okay.、Uh, hmm. Parents and shit, like just,、uh, you know what I mean? Like, I never have problems with any parents, but sometimes、uh, it's because of, you know, I teach a lot of, you know, kids. 
yes. but not in the studio, more like public spaces. Mm-hmm. I mean, like public gym. So it's more local people. Mm-hmm. It's the type of people. Oh, is there a dance club just around the corner? I go, we go. Let's try it. Yeah. So like more like not serious, serious dance head. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. parents and kids both. You know, mm-hmm. like easy going. So. I have no problem get, getting in, mm. getting them into them, but sometimes you know, like ah, oh, no, I don't want to, to, to you know, uh, I'm shy, I'm shy, right, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. right. Then you know, in, 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 in the end of the day, it's most of the time it works out. Like yeah. people, they go home with a big smile, but sometimes because they are too shy or just coming coming to the the room sure. with knowing anyone else fucking shy right yeah. not talking to anybody yeah. not mm-hmm. reacting when i talk to yeah. like it's hard to teach dance if you're not having fun yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, be loose yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about um what about the 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 cultural climate out here is there anything in particular that's different about say the b-boys and the way that they approach b-boying than in other places I, I i feel like in japan things are going to be very structured yeah. where where it's like you learn the foundation and then you move on to the next you know uh kata you know you have to do the next thing before yeah, you yeah, can move yeah, on yeah. so first you learn foundation are uh, the b-boy climate out here do you mm. think that it it how does how does japanese culture different in the in the dance scene than in other cultures uh it's not really having fan thing you know it's more like study learn serious then, sounds pretty japanese yeah <laughs> right? it's very japanese and uh, very dance schools or dance program they have a lot of grades and shit mm-hmm. like if you can do this you get at this point mm-hmm. if you learn this stuff you get a higher point and right. you know like grade and grade it's and, like a, it's like a blessing and a curse right so with the the growing popularity in hip-hop dance mm-hmm. you see the schools adopting it into the curriculum but you also see like you know the studios mm-hmm. who are the growing number of studios yeah. and then they have to make a curriculum so that parents can understand what's going on so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good thing but at the end of the day you know our generation or people that i know uh-huh. who are like the kind of second generation uh japanese dancers who really grew the underground scene they came from more of a street type of mentality Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. where they were Mm -hmm. practicing outside they were going to clubs they were in the culture they weren't yeah well i didn't mean to cut you off no you good i doubt that's like a problem exclusive to dance right Mm -hmm. right. i think hip-hop as a whole Mm -hmm. as people have tried to commodify it or teach it or you know try to make it teachable Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure that's been a struggle that's actually like our guy uh dj kinsuke he teaches um like uh, DJ, DJ classes, mm-hmm. but it's out in Meguro, you know, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, those are the kind of people that would pay for mm-hmm. those kind of classes, right? And I mean, I'm not knocking anybody trying to get into no. the culture. I mean, those are kids, you know what I mean? Right. So, you know, props all the way, but it's still like, yo, how do you teach right. spontaneity, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. immediacy? The introduction. Yeah, yeah. How do you get into it? Yeah. It's like now. There's there's levels and there's grades and there's like a chart that says if you can do this move you can go to this next right. level. Right, you're so, you're a blue belt b boy yeah, 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 now, yeah, you know. Yeah, now you're you got a that six step. Now we're right. gonna teach you coffee grinds. That's interesting, right. man. I never yeah. thought about oh, it you, as martial arts, but I mean, yeah. who knows if 
they didn't have the same kind of struggle when they were first starting you know i can't teach you how to fight but now there's like belts right definitely you know um, standard levels that are charted out indeed it might be the same kind of actually uh hero and i found that we had a mutual friend and mike magic uh the homie from from hong kong Kong. and sydney right or australia like he's he's a good homie of mine and Mm -hmm. we've had this conversation before he mentioned that when it comes to b-boying like maybe the other hip-hop styles are a little different but when it comes to b-boying it's such a dynamic system of teaching Mm -hmm. that when when you go and you do something you go and you learn something and then you take that away from uh with you you know what i mean you learn mm-hmm. how to do a body wave you take it away with you but if you go to a break dancing class and you try to teach somebody a six step they're not going to pick up that six step in one class so in a lot of times they're not walking away by actually taking something away from from it like that that is like a quantifiable right you know what i mean it takes a lot of practice to learn that six step you might spend two months trying to get your first windmill before that goes off Mm -hmm. and so for break dancing it's a little bit harder to commodify and to come up with a curriculum that seems justifiable that Mm -hmm. people are walking away with something Mm -hmm. otherwise you're you go in there and you're trying to teach them the ethics and the integrity of the art like this is where it comes from you have to try to be funky you Mm -hmm. have to try to be original like if he comes at you you point at him those things you can walk away with Mm -hmm. but you can't you're not going to walk away with flares you know what i mean flares flares ain't coming from you know uh you you taking your belt test yeah you know what i mean like they're not going to come it's different man so you know that's that's the cool thing about dance as well is that you know you when you teach someone you, you have there's a short-term like benefit and then there's that long-term benefit where you see oh man i can if i practice i can actually do this you know mm-hmm. what i mean if 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 i come here every day and, and you know really put my you know nose to the grindstone or whatever i can i can do this mm-hmm. anybody can do this mm-hmm. that's the cool thing about dance it's, like, it's the ultimate equalizer mm-hmm. so if you're dope you're dope yeah and if you're whack you're whack mm-hmm. and everybody's gonna know it and you're gonna know it yeah mm-hmm. so you know we don't have to tell yeah, you you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, so yeah. but um but yeah i mean just to kind of piggyback what you're saying about just how people you know teach out here one of the, the phenomenons that i've uh come across in japan is just people being able to teach choreography but not knowing how to dance mm, yep right? yep so if I gave somebody a beat and said, you know, just groove this and just just mm-hmm. chill and relax to it and, you know, whatever, freestyle, some dancers couldn't do that. And that Correct. was really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But you can teach a choreographed piece, but you couldn't just be in the music. And then, obviously, there's the other way around where, yeah, I can freestyle dance, but I can't really teach, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I'm not saying which is whatever, whatever, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know... It's quite interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. right? So the, the mentality, but, you know, you're cut from the cloth where you can dance, bro. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, you, I mean you, you can dance, you know? But if somebody asks you to choreograph something, you could do it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, yeah. first of all, you can actually dance and feel the music. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So just, I mean, I guess to kind of bounce that question off you guys, how do you think that happens? Uh, where, yeah. Like a lot of oh. Japanese people think they cannot dance. Only because they never been in a class or taught, you know, like yes. no no lesson, no class, no official information. Mm-hmm. So I cannot. That's what people say. Then yeah. you know, I no. have to say every time, like yeah, no, no one cannot dance. Right. Like mm. 
you can. It's dance. a very yeah. If you can sing, you can dance. They, like, yo, I have like I don't know. I have like I'm bursting with examples right now. Like uh, <laughs> I want to give shout out to Speakeasy because Speakeasy is such good vibes. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. kids come out and you know naturally they yeah. just move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know Speakeasy is the kind of space where it's just like do your thing, man. Mm-hmm. Our guy Steez, I don't know if he's trained or whatever mm-hmm. steez has his own style mm-hmm. and like he just dances it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and i mean it's just like raw mm-hmm. straight out of guam straight out of steez like moves <laughs> i mean i'm not he has no found- any kind of he has no foundation anything, he just does it like yeah you know mm-hmm. like i i grew up kind of in a similar way we i didn't have any structure nobody was like yo first you got to learn how to do this and then you're going to learn how to do that so one plus one is two then when you have two we'll add three to that and it's like i just learned to do things Mm -hmm. and i would have to put it together what i notice about a lot of the dancers here things seem very much like when you do this the next thing you should do is that Mm -hmm. and so you see a lot of people whose dance styles seem very robotic not Mm -hmm. in the sense of like the isolated movements Mm -hmm. of a robotic but it's like very formulaic Mm -hmm. it's like after i do the uh, first i go out and i'm gonna up rock to the music for 20 seconds (laughs) and then i'm gonna go down and do another 20 seconds and then i'll transition to this also at speak easy you see people practicing which is fine Mm -hmm. but it's also like Yo, this is a party, right? Yeah, right. You know and I mean? that's the thing, you know. You know, the one thing I love about Japanese dancers is that basically the top dancers in the world, whether you, wherever you come from, they're dope. They can choreograph, they can freestyle, they can do all that. It doesn't matter what culture you come mm-hmm. from. But the one thing about Japanese dancers in the, in the environment they they learn hip hop in is that they're the best teachers. So if you want to become a dope dancer you want to have a good teacher then you're gonna i suggest you choose a japanese instructor mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like i said legends are legends and you should learn from legends and they're all over the world and they're from all over the all over wait you know. can you sorry yeah, you good what, can you elaborate on that point again yeah so we're if talking about Jap- like yeah we're talking about like the structured way or the way that japanese dancers are introduced to the culture hip-hop culture and dance culture whether it be b-boying or whatever so yeah we're saying it's it's structured it's very like one plus one equals two and things like that so if you wanted to learn dance then i would suggest you have a japanese instructor because they're going to teach you in a way that's going to be easy to understand and bits you can understand and you can take away with you and you can become a professional teacher zero to 100 in that sense i feel it's cultural man Mm because japanese people and Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm looking at Hero King right now. <laughs> they don't like making mistakes. I mean, nobody uh, likes making mistakes, but as, well said. as an American, like, if I, f- well, as a blunt American that I am, if I fuck up, I fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My bad. Right. Let me try a different way next time. Right. But, like, even, like, because I work with some of the English tests out here. Yes. Like, they don't even want to, like, if they don't know how to proceed they'd rather say nothing than to right. make a mistake you well, know I what think i mean in terms of dance dance is a language so that's a great context that you put it in so mm-hmm. i think if you're talking about somebody who's teaching you so we you know i came here over as an english teacher and when the students asked me a question i couldn't answer it then as a teacher i would go back and try to find that mm-hmm. to help them progress to that next step so mm-hmm. i think as an instructor you want to be able to teach 
what that person needs to progress to the next mm-hmm. step in the mm-hmm. easiest way possible. And I think that Japanese, their approach to hip hop and their approach to dance allows um, a person who is conducive to that kind of learning environment to say, okay, this person can look at my style and say, okay, yeah, I know what you know you want to do, but mm-hmm. here's what you should do right now just to help you figure out how you can get to that ultimate step. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. In, 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 in a really correct and uh, well thought out way you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i think that's a good thing but let's say that you go to france and you go to a, a class mm-hmm. um it might not be as structured you're gonna be a lot of freestyle some people like that and they can learn like that you know they can say okay let me take a little bit from him and do this and make my own style mm-hmm. but somebody like me you know who just started dancing when i was in my late you know mid-20s i'm like okay let me just get the basics down and then from there i can kind of make my own suit yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it depends what you like but like i said for me personally i think if someone who's just going to enter hip-hop and start dancing you know a person with um that has like a japanese quote-unquote mindset in mm-hmm. terms of teaching mm-hmm. would be you know they would benefit a lot from that type of course so to speak mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so or, yeah i mean yep. we didn't have those opportunities when i was mm-hmm. dancing back in the day did you have a question like no, I was just going to ask, uh, when did you come to Japan? Uh, I came here 2000, 2005. Yes, 2005, March. So I've been here for a little bit over 13 years. Wow. Yeah, I'm Very old cool, head. Man. I'm 36 years old and I still look like I'm 23. So that's all good. Hey. Yeah, man. I was about to say. That's what's up. I think I look young as hell, man. Props, no props to dance. That's what dance does for you, bro. I need to get back on Yo, that. you were... <laughs> Yo, what were you doing out here in 2005, man? You were young as hell. I was young, man. I was a Nova instructor. I moved out to Shimaneken, basically the west coast Shimane. of Japan. Yeah, uh-huh. I lived out there for basically eight months. Uh, I was working in the in politics before I came, you know, working for the Democratic Party in Kansas. Uh, in 2005? 2004. 2004, Bush. Kerry? Yeah. Bush Kerry, right? Working for the Democrats in Kansas. Yo, you fucked a up, red man. State. No, yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> yes, and that's why I've escaped to Japan, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got the fuck up out of there, and uh, yeah, I came here and uh, yeah, like I said, teach English for, uh, taught English for a while, uh, changed companies, you know, moved up, got my masters out here. Um, oh, work. Yeah, got my masters out here, Japanese universities, graduated. You know how it is out here as a, as foreigners, man. We get ups and downs but um yeah i just you know stayed in the game and uh now i'm finally using you know my knowledge of hip-hop and the dance culture mixing it with tech mm-hmm. to Word. see how we can uh, merge the two uh the two industries yeah T- tell us about that man tell yeah. us uh, tell us about this app that you've got coming up and yeah lay it out because i'm really interested yeah. in it you know you've, you've yeah. talked to me a little bit about it before yes uh several months ago yes and then you know uh earlier today you mentioned a little bit but yeah this sounds really exciting let us know what's going on with this sure um so let me just uh just a brief background you know startups are not easy and you know there's different points where you have to pivot and and change direction all the time because new things are coming out man new information is coming out and what you thought was going to pop uh you realize it's not going to pop so um body archives the the name of the company basically we're just trying to help trying to help people understand the value of the human body Mm. right and and in this this digital age you know where everything can be digitized and we can even you know digitize our the body movements and layer on top of you know these virtual youtubers all this you know animation these kind of things at the end of the day 
when people go see a live person doing something with their body it's still something that technology can never touch mm-hmm. and it's something that it's a feeling that we that we have over technology no matter what at the end of the day when mm-hmm. you see a person who is living and breathing like you you know performing or or, or giving you something of theirs uh, in that way i think that's mm-hmm. something that you know basically you know tv or, or you know all this technology cannot take the place of so how can we archive this movement for ne- the next generation to see mm-hmm. and when we're all dead and gone and say hey you know what people used to move like this you mm-hmm. know what i mean and this is how we used to move our bodies and to keep that 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 image of the human body because i think at the end of the day we can fly bro you know and if we keep pushing ourselves think about b-boy man yeah. the moves they're doing right now man they're basically flying and they're they're you know, I don't know how manipulating yeah. time. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw, it, it, it breaks physics, man. It might, yeah. it might not be related to b-boying, but I saw like a, a a gif, a gif of a kid like moving today, and I was like, yo, why aren't his ankles just like snapping? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I don't understand like the weight support or whatever the hell he's. It just it didn't look like a human should be able to do that. You know what I mean? Yes. A like, dance is so CGI crazy. Shit, yeah, yeah right dancers now, recently people do a lot of things that uh, people back in the day never imagined. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I couldn't dream. I remember the first time we saw air tracks, and I yeah. was like. He did Wait, one air track. What's an air track? Um, it looks it's it's uh it's where the legs never touch the ground and it looks like they're doing kind of like sideways cart, cartwheels. It's like a windmill yeah. in the air. Right. No back touching, only your hands. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. So well, the first time we saw the first time I saw one, I was like, he did one and he crashed. But it was still like, oh my God, what is that what was that? Yes. You know exactly what was that. <laughs> You know, it's like we were talking about earlier. The first yes. person to do an alley oop, it was yes. like, "Yo, is that illegal?" Like, you know, that's a foul. Right? Yes. He's red cheating. Fu- red card. Right. You yes. know, and it was just like crazy. But now you see people doing variations of air tracks, and the and the power moves have progressed so much that we don't simply call them like we used to. We'd yes. be like flare, flare, ninety windmill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Baby mill. Now they're doing all these combinations that you can't even use the regular vernacular. Crazy, so body archives so i love yeah, the name that's and that's yeah. that's what you guys are doing is kind of like catching yes. points of people just doing dope shit doing dope shit you know and like this is a whole just kind of spectrum of things you could do but mm-hmm. what i'm trying to focus on is okay I, i'm really interested in the the hip-hop scene and the dance scene and so i've met so many people through my time here in in, in japan um you know japanese and you know all over the world and how can we help these individuals uh, prepare for their next life? Because you can't dance forever. You know, that's one thing about our bodies. You, you know, you can't, you yeah. know, we, we, we get older. So. Yeah, I stopped early, man. I was just like, my body was breaking down. <laughs> right, <you know? laughs> 22, yeah. fam. Like, I have torn rotator cuffs. Yes. You trying to tell me about these ankles? Yo. Man, yeah. It's crazy, right? You so know? I'll be looking at Brooklyn Terry like, yo, I don't know if this is, he might be like a doppelganger because Something, there is no man. way he's that age, fam. He switched out with Bronx Terry at some point. You know what I mean? It's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, right? So how can we, you know, someone like Brooklyn Terry, right? You know, he has a a worldwide fan base. But if you can't access him live, then it's hard to access him. Mm -hmm. But he has content that he's putting on the web. People are accessing him. He's an influencer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we know that. We know he has a fan base. We know that if people, if he was like, hey, 
fans, people who love what I do and appreciate what we do out here, you know, can I get a dollar a year from you just to continue the projects and continue yeah. the art? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I'll provide exclusive content or events or music or something. It, could you, you know, help help a brother out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And help push the culture forward. Okay. So is this kind of like a Patreon kind of Patreon, system? Patreon, right? Patreon is like world class right now in terms of like the uh i guess the tipping culture and, and website mm-hmm. right djs are killing it on there they're making like you know ten thousand a month yep. maybe like Hakumantoka. it's not even mm-hmm. tipping it's like the way you, everything we used to like buy yeah has moved to like a subscription model mm-hmm. from like you know itunes to spotify to apple music and even like video Gaming. games now right. yeah it's right. like really yeah, yo, I I've actually I I watch gaming streamers now. I've never done it before. Yeah. This year I just started and I'm like, yo, I'm going to support these guys by buying a shirt cuz it's like I'm watching them stream and play video games and and it seems so crazy to but me, I mean, but I support it. Not even know? like like yeah, that that like grassroots level support yes. is what we've always like tried to do with people like we support, right? But I mean like even companies now like Electronic Arts, yes. EA, is like moving to like subscription. Yep. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Uh, what is it? Photoshop is like mm-hmm. subscription. Oh, yeah. Serato, yeah. you can pay yep. for a Serato Pro now. Like $9, really? $9 a month or something. Oh, I didn't know oh, really? that. See, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like, uh, it kind of makes sense mm-hmm. to do that with like something that actually moves you like, you know, mm-hmm. a person like, because I have some podcasts that I do Patreon for yes. or like some other things. Yes. And it's like, you know why not? I've gotten like yeah. so much, so yeah, many hours of entertainment. This on Patreon, man. This would be something we, that we will be uh, a we're hit. waiting until we reach this this certain number, yeah. uh, and that number is quickly approaching. So yeah. we'll have let that the Patreon record state going. that we did say this pre way before we actually did it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 uh, we've been talking about it. You know, um, our plays are going up. Like we've almost uh, we and you know I think it's really good because nah I don't want to make this about myself but okay. but I'll yeah, yeah. make it about this thing, like man. there's a podcast I listen to these three comedians in um, New York and it started off very small I mean they they were very heavily embedded respected in their like circle yes but i mean they just started a podcast and we're just like talking shit and i mean they're slightly you know they're not pc maybe offensive to some people but they're like now pulling in and they started their patreon just because everybody was doing it right maybe they started it after 10 20 episodes Mm -hmm. and now they're getting like over thirty thousand dollars a month yo I know which you. podcast you're talking about. Yeah. You, you actually hit me to them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like, I mean, it's their fan base because their fan base is that kind of fan base. Mm-hmm. But it's also like what they put out is like so good. Like the quality. I mean, it depends on your taste, but they're so, they're comedians. I'm, I'm sure and they're, I think they're so fan funny. Their you know I mean? very, very diverse as well. People who. Nah, don't, I mean, don't, it's, it's probably a specific kind of. You think so? I mean, I mean, the yeah. name of the podcast is <laughs> Come, Come Town. Yes. <laughs> so, well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, people who. I feel like people who even put off by it yeah. listen to it just as so they know who they're, quote unquote. I mean, one the of the guys is, on there you know is like saying? one of like, the funniest like, guys yeah. I've ever heard yeah. in my life. And mm-hmm. then the other guys are like they gel so well together and it's just like and it's also not like some bullshit you know what i mean it's not like yo i need some money let me do this patreon or like 
yo, I'm a part of this company, and we always need to talk about our Patreon. They were just like three guys doing some shit, and people glommed onto it, and it just seems realistic. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's not like some... I don't know. Well, to bring to bring this full circle and back to, to dance is that, yes. you know, um, there are people who hold dancers in extremely high regard yes. that are on YouTube all the time, watching their YouTube, watching their Instagram and watching things and giving them support by giving likes is one way to show support. Yes. Yeah. But if you want to help this artist or this dancer, or I guess I'll just keep artists. If you want to yes, help this, exactly. this this person, you know, doing art, uh, travel to, you know, Tokyo mm -hmm. to dance, you can you can do that dollar every month and and you know if you get 400 of them then that definitely is going to work out so and I, mean, I like this really, idea it's good, man. when you think about it it's it's nothing it's nothing yeah like it's that nothing. that you coffee you dollar, get at starbucks yeah. that it's hot right now that like you know two drinks you bought at the vending machine yeah like that's it that's you know it. what i mean those those little yennies that you don't spend and you just put off to the side in your house yeah. so yeah so and i mean yeah, it feels different than like buying an album or buying a single on itunes like mm -hmm. i don't know like i also yeah. uh it's more intimate man i mean i i don't i donate to wikipedia every month that's what's up and it was just like because you know like wikipedia puts in banners <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? yeah, like, like if everybody did five dollars we never have to ask for this but then it was just like yo i'm on wikipedia all the goddamn time man like i'm always on wikipedia i was like why don't i just you know throw three dollars at them every month or something you know yeah and then it's just like i don't know i'm not saying like i'm a good person because i do that you are i mean that's what yeah. we're banking but on yo, right like yo my nigga I bought Domino's last week. That shit costs a grip out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could I could send three three dollars of that to like a website I go to all the time. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what we're that banking on, right? It's up. like you appreciate what they what they've brought to your you know your your life. You know what I'm saying? So you feel like yeah, I'll, I'll give a couple bones, and then we multiply that by you know globally. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You know, and like I said, not even man. Like if you get yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you got half the people in Tokyo, that's like 55 million people. I mean, just think about already. Brooklyn Terry. Think about how many fans he has. Yeah. You know, if he if he got a yo, dollar yo, yo. a month from them, he never the word. My guy him. has yeah. three Facebook pages. Yeah. 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 Old fool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So well, so what is the name of? Is it going to be called Body Archive or? So the the company name is Body Archives. Um, we have a couple different services within the company. So, um, just briefly. We uh, do localization for um, social media pages of brands. So we have a client right now uh, named Edifier. They are um, earphone, headphone uh, manufacturer based out of Hong Kong. Uh, we localize their uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we Yo, also what, what what do they do? It's they just make headphones, uh, headphones, uh, home entertainment systems. Edifier. Edifier. And they, you know, they're sold in like the big cameras and stuff like that. They don't have a budget to pay Dentsu to, to make like these mm -hmm. big commercials on TV. So mm -hmm. um, they hired me and my team to create original content uh, with their products, um, you know, take pictures and videos. And so I've used dancers uh, to create like, you know, concept videos on their Instagram pages. So that's a localization service. So that's under the Body Archives banner. But the service I'm talking about with dancers and helping them to connect with these brands directly mm -hmm. and to monetize, uh, to monetize their fan base it's called joints j-o-i-n-t-z okay so 
you know, Dope. the body archives, then we got the joints connecting everything, and then, um, you know, if you pay oh, money, I get it. That's like bones. this witty cell. <laughs> you know what the I'm saying? Joints. Yeah, so. it's hip hop and it's and it's biology. Yes, anatomy. That is yes. dope, man. It's brilliant. So, yeah. So, Yo, uh, so yes, and um, yes. Can I can I ask how you um decided to link up with these companies or like what what was it, the genesis of this new venture? That I mean, it's it's crazy, man. You know how it works out here, man. I mean, you have a vision and you, you keep that vision strong in your head, and then friends, man, just hey, Ison, do you know anyone can help me? help my friend uh with their instagram page or something like that i'm mm-hmm. like i can do it even though i haven't even mm-hmm. done it before you mm-hmm. know so i'll just yeah we're yeah it's yeah. crazy man yeah i don't want to talk about us too much but yeah. i feel like we're like at that stage where niggas are like yeah. yo do you know anybody that could do this and we're like we can do that yeah <laughs> exactly so you know hell yeah i, I mean because i mean at the end of the day you, you guys are putting putting the, the vibes out there your vision is strong so obviously the world's gonna naturally come to you you yeah. know it's, it's right. like opportunity is gonna come when your antenna is, is up like that so that's how it's happened for me man and staying positive but now you get that you know you get that friend introduction but now it's all about multiplication man. and that's where you got to start getting your leads going out there yourself finding people searching for people so that's what i'm up to now and like i said the platform the app we're building that right now, but at the end of the day, you gotta have a platform for dancers to sign on to, right. to play around with and see how we can make it specialized for their needs. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, we're gonna get a platform that's coming out where they can sign on, they can connect to their different social media outlets, then we get feedback. We start mm-hmm. actually building it. Once we get a nice, um, I guess, a critical mass of dancers, popular dancers on there, then the plan is to start to approach advertisers mm-hmm. and say, hey, listen, we have this lineup on here. Are you interested in running social media sure. campaigns? And then build from there. But, you know, um, looking up with this guy okay. right here, man, he, yeah, he's yeah. the key to everything. If King, it, you man. know what I mean? If, yeah. if we get the platform, like, hey, bro, can you ask some people to sign up, man, with your senpai the, powers? The, the <laughs> you know what what kind of people man? you want? Like, what could, you know, I mean, we want, we want the top people. Of, yeah. The top people in the world, bro. So, you, I mean, that's what it is, man. Link where can people contact you Yeah, where should they go? Like, Yeah, so right now, to be honest, our website is under renewal um because uh, we got a lot of new information coming in so um that should be finished by uh mid uh mid august is the plan but i think just um contact me directly isom i-s-o-m at body hyphen archives.com b-o-d-y hyphen a-r-c-h-i-v-e-s dot com isom okay. at body hyphen archives yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna make sure to keep the keep keep uh, our listeners updated as well once it All starts right. dropping we'll we'll definitely post that on our page and everything so people can get to it because that's, that's the hot and is the app out yet can so, they no, download it so right now we're building the web platform first right so Where? you can um, add your information on the web platform then from there we'll spin off into the app mm-hmm. once we get an idea uh, get feedback from the dancers as to how they want to really customize this, right? Mm-hmm. We have our ideas, but once dancers get on it and right. start getting feedback, they're like, okay, well, we want this functionality to kind of set ourselves apart from like your Patreons and right. your other uh, kind of freelance websites. So as it starts now, it's kind of like the alpha, like the alpha testing phase and exactly. then refine it with the beta and then eventually it'll be out. Exactly. I know you've been talking about this for a long time. Long I, I time, feel like man. you mentioned this to me last year, last summer or something yeah, like that. I mean, like and said, you said you were just getting the ball rolling on it. So it's coming for full circle man or i've said that twice this podcast it's coming to fruition and yes. i'm glad to hear it yo it's cool man i mean like you said i mean 
Just keep pushing. That's what all it is, man. And like, it may it may change. You know, tomorrow we may have a different idea, but right now this is what we're up to. And uh, incorporate strippers. And it, it, yes, you know, um, hey. that's the thing. If we can get some, uh, I got a guy. His, his <laughs> name is Scott Popular. He can help Yo, I you out. Some, <laughs> yeah. I got some body archives from college that I still like to go back. We need all streams of revenue. Word, word, that sounds. It sounds <laughs> smart, man. It sounds. It sounds great. Yep. Right. Is there any like social media people can go check out? Yeah, we have a. An Instagram page, uh, just Body Archives, uh, one word. Um, yeah, so we uh, we got some stuff popping, man. We we've, we've sponsored some uh, uh, b boy events, man. Um, uh, yeah, we got some uh, nice dancers in our, and I guess in our uh, our club or our stable, so to speak. But um, yeah, man, we're just trying to, like I said, promote the lifestyle of dancers and, and people who use their body to make a living because you can't do it forever but there's so much value in the human body that we want to just capture that uh in this moment in time mm-hmm. right now so powerful man that's hell really yeah. great hell yeah well shit let's go ahead and take a commercial break mega late show episode number 42 i saw body archive shout and out to dj hero king Everything is hella cool. Episode 42. Episode it sounded like I was about 42. to do a rap. I was going to do my little triplets there and shit. But yeah, I thought nah. that's what you was doing. No, no, no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Ready to ride the no, beat, no, bro. No, no, man. Run that shit. Run that shit. Run that shit back. Hey, run that hey, shit hey, back. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Still sipping, wishing well, water imported from Pluto. Mega Late Show, episode number 42. We're here with the mighty hero king on the third mic. Me and Late every Friday. Friday. Hi. Hi, well, welcome back, welcome back, and we've got and we've got our guy, Isam of the Body Art, the yes. H and I C of Body Archives, as well as other stuff. And I'm gonna go ahead and hit that applause drop and let thank that you, shit rock you, for you. just a minute. And people uh, of the podcast, we actually, um, you know, this part of the podcast, we do our weather reports, we do a little bit of news, we tell you guys the weather forecast of upcoming shows. And Hero King's got another show coming up soon. We're gonna talk about that. And also, here's something a little bit new that we decided to do today. Um, I'm not sure what we're calling it yet. But uh, off the top, the hot take is uh, a Tokyo Spotlight, which is a place or something like a cultural epicenter or something that we appreciate. Could be food or whatever. And today's Tokyo Spotlight, the first Tokyo Spotlight, comes from uh, the one and only Tokyo's very own DJ Sarasa. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of our listeners will probably know because you know we've been there um, several times, and also late is associated with uh, Speakeasy, which DJ Sarasa helps run. And uh, yo, mm-hmm. and um, and DJ Sarasa has a very delicious spot in Shibuya called Casa de Sarasa, which uh, is right there on Dogenzakadori by the old donkey and by the new donkey, the mega donkey. Shout out to mega donkey. Let me get an applause drop for mega donkey. Yeah, <laughs> and um, the spot is really good, man. It's decked out in uh, authentic Mexican style decor, and they've got and authentic means authentic. Authentic yes. means authentic, man. She's got a lot. She imported a lot of things from Mexico, and she's a person that goes to Mexico a lot. And what she decided to do was create a uh, a Mexican food restaurant out here. That and I emphasize 
authentic yes. because she's not making Tex-Mex style Mexican food, which is what a lot of Americans and a lot of people are familiar with and which are a lot of the Mexican spots out here right. are Tex-Mex style or like Baja California style um, Mexican food. Her stuff is like from the source, you yes. know, she uses um, all types of authentic ingredients and it's just super good. And um, it can be a little pricey because it's Shibuya, you know, and um and uh, I've heard people say that the portions are a little small, but the portions are the size that the damn tacos are in, in Mexico as you well. It's I mean? not it's like some spot, Taco Bell soft taco, you know. So I go, I go there quite often and fully support that spot. And I think that if you're into Mexican food, this is a, a place where you should really go and fuck around with because spots like Frijoles are trash. I mean, let's put it like this. I, I met Sarasa uh, last week and she was telling me that um, she's actually bringing over the woman who uh, helped create the recipes to actually live in Japan. Um, and the woman doing right. doesn't speak any Japanese, uh, you know, not really any English, but she speaks Mexican. Yo, I, English, you know what I mean? I, so, <laughs> I hate to go off on sure. a tangent, but uh, my last spring break, we went to my homie's hometown, Monterey in Mexico, and he drove us up this mountain, and it was like mountain and somehow there was like a valley next to the mountain and they were like yeah every august or every uh autumn or winter the valley turns into a lake it rains so much it turns into a lake and it was like these tiny houses on this mountain we went to this woman's house not a restaurant yeah. we went to her house and she made us like some plates and we ate them and it was like, yo, this is so good. And we knew we had to pay later. But she was like, have a free refill. And I was like, oh, how much is that? And she was like, have a free refill. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm just like eating homemade Mexican food on top of a mountain near a valley that turns into a lake, depending on what season it was. And I was like, yo, I want to die here. Yeah. I want to retire and come back to this mountain. I don't, and I don't care about, you know the cost uh any other you know uh material things that i need so this place man you know imagine her to leave that and come here right with the flashing bright lights and all this other stuff completely different in like one of the largest like most busy epicenters of of Tokyo as well. Yeah. So I volunteered nope. to teach her English as she uh, teach me Spanish. Yo, she probably my has. Spanish game is slipping though, man. I still, I mean, I still got it a little bit, but uh, I need to get back on my Spanish game. She probably got stories for days. Word. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Yo, we should get her on the podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and have uh, I saw I saw yeah, translate. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. 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 Tell us, about, tell us about cacti. I want to know about cacti. <laughs> I'm going to be like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Right? Messing up with the translation shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all heard her, right? Yeah, she's from this uh, valley where, you know, <laughs> it rains and shit. Yeah. Word. All right. Well, damn. Um, Casa de Sarasa. Check it out. Uh, weather report. So, Isam, you have a track that you'd like to share today for the weather report? So Yes, I do. Let's do it. Yeah. Yo, late. do you have the song? Yes. All right. Oh, so I'm sorry. Let's bust it. Are we just going right into it? Let's go right into the weather report. I had a weather report as well, but I'm not sure if we have the time to talk about it. So I'll just go ahead and let Isom do his jam here. 
All right. I think uh, our listeners will recognize that beat. I think uh, uh, almost everybody that touches hip hop and even people who haven't touched hip hop are familiar with this uh, this song, largely because of the music video that accompanied it. Why did you choose this track, Isom? I mean, to be honest, you know, I I have before I chose this track, I was just searching, you know, popular songs right now that are out. Just looking at a list, had seen the uh, the music video, but never listened to the lyrics. So I just wanted to listen to the lyrics and um, watch the video again and just marinate in it a bit. You know what I'm saying? And get you know, I have some feelings about you know the United States where you know I was born, where my my people are. You know what I'm saying? And right. so yeah, just want to put my two cents in the conversation. You, know? you know how now i was gonna say we've 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 talked about this a couple times on the podcast i think Mm -hmm. um there was a controversy where people said that they stole the track uh melody and things about it and also it comes from uh i think i heard that track like pharaoh's whatever i forget his i forget the name of it but i mean i don't think so yeah it's a very similar aesthetic and vibe but yeah but it's like not like i've heard other songs that have a deep bass and maybe kind of a like, political and it switches up to a different kind of sound and 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 yeah. one of them is like very african style uh, like this well i don't so, know that's pretty similar actually yeah but, it's very it's very similar and also yeah, it's talking about america so i mean the the, but I mean, the parallels like, are there but it's you know it could yeah. happen it could it could it could <laughs> happen but i mean I look at the i don't even shit, think so. like pharrell and robin thick song and marvin Gaye's song should have been oh as no compared no to that's that. that's I mean, actually a whole different people yeah, people feel that way when yo it's so weird you can sue for a vibe now you can sue for a vibe and win <laughs> Yo, the amount you of fucking can that sets a weird precedent. Hey, hey, did they win? Yes. Yeah, they won. Yes. Yeah. Marvin Gaye's family but, won against Pharrell so and they, Robin Thicke. They're trying to win again now, suing fucking uh, that uh, Ed Sheeran. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yes. And they're really? probably gonna win. Yeah. Yo, I've I've seen so many guys like, yo, she looks like her, doesn't she? And I'm like, nah. Well, just like any people, just like, yo, he looks like him. And I'm like, no, not even. And I've been called so many different black people. Some people just don't have the eyes or the ear to be like, yo, this is similar. And like, my wife does that all the time. My wife has like, there's like, for her, there's like five different black people and three of them are in my family. <laughs> if, it's an older, if it's an older black dude, hey, that looks like your dad. If it's like a younger dude with a beard, she's like, yo, that looks like K-Rock. That looks like your nephew. And it's like, yo, not at all. So many times, like, yeah. You know how it is, though. You know, It's like that family guy joke where it's like, oh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Yo, Jackie Chan. It's like, yo, like, not all of them look the same. It's like, let's calm down a little bit. But I think there's a lot to unpackage in this song, and it's hard to say and we actually did have a pretty solid conversation about race issues um before the podcast started rolling and not to rehash those but Mm -hmm. uh at the end at the end of the day i think that this provided a commentary that i think reached people who were surprised like i didn't know these things were happening i I wanted to say earlier did you know about the video before you saw it or listened to the song i mean honestly um you know i was influenced by brooklyn terry um it's it's good probably good to be influenced by him shout out to brooklyn what what was terry's take on it so i mean he just said um you know it was one of the uh, one of the best videos he had seen i mean i'm not quoting him obviously but he said you know you know check it out basically so uh yeah and um yeah i mean you know I, i like 
yeah it's, it's all very yeah. artistic it's cool you know sometimes i forget donald glover is also from atlanta and i mean i'm also from atlanta i'm putting air quotes up shout out douglasville i'm otp but like it uh i don't know man we're all like poc like uh us three are from america like we know what the deal is mm-hmm. like uh how the situation actually feels when you're living in it mm-hmm. and i mean some people not everybody thinks the same way but to like kind of see this perspective it kind of feels the same way i heard like that atlanta accent on tv i was like oh like i i'm familiar with this but i can't believe it's being broadcast to everybody and i remember seeing and hearing some people were like oh i didn't know what he was saying and i was like oh i understand exactly what he was saying like i'm familiar with this like i know this voice same things for this video like i know this voice like the symbolism or the message of whatever is being portrayed like i i really yeah man i really relate to it some people thought it was too pessimistic or nihilistic but i like so what, I really, what image did you particularly like what would you think um just if you had to pick out one scene in that um video where you think i mean you don't have to go far from the yeah. intro i mean okay. i mean that okay. uh I, like some sometimes some of his facial expressions look a little bit exaggerated but it's also like realistic because like he's dancing right but he's making this face that's like the real emotion below what yeah, he's trying was, to present. Yeah, I thought like you know that, what I mean? I like that his um, his facial expressions were well, really cool. I, with I mean, how he makes the dance. A, a lot of them. Like, I mean, everything about the video was completely intentional. And like uh, when he does like the weird face, that's like the Uncle Ruckus face. Mm. You know what I mean? From like the Boondocks. And there's just a lot of things to unpackage in it. I think the thing that stood out the most to me. And that was jarring is like I'm familiar with a lot of the Jim Crow symbolism in, in his movements. And when he shoots the dude that's playing the guitar in the head, when I first saw that guy, I was like, after he got shot, I was like, wait a second, was that Trayvon Martin's dad? Cause it just looked like him to me. Maybe I pulled that same shit that my wife be doing, like, yo, like, yo, black guy with the beard ball head. But but yeah. I really did it was like, you know, I was like, wow, this symbolism, that could be what was happening there. And um it, it's just a very powerful video and it strikes people in a lot of different ways i know people from our ilk you know people of color who uh, didn't appreciate it so much and i kind of walked away from it saying like that's interesting but I'd, i personally don't need shock right now i don't need to be shocked into these images um and it's not for me in that way maybe he made that for you know he has a largely a white audience so maybe he made that for them but for me i was just like yo that's that's a bit i don't know like I don't need a trigger warning. I'm not that type of dude that needs a trigger warning, but I could see how yeah, other like, people felt like that. Like like we were talking about all the hood stories. Like I'm sure you don't have any hood stories that are coming out now that you're like, oh yeah, I really like this shit. Like this is my shit. Cause Mega already has gotten what he needs from those films. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I kind of feel the same way with this song. Like I knew that, but to see it presented was kind of new so i'm like okay i'm into this but i don't really need the message because i already know but yeah i didn't i tell you what i didn't like though i didn't like all the other renditions of it this is canada this is 
Africa. I this is I didn't like yeah, this any Nigeria of those. Is pretty hot, I didn't see that one, but you know Nigeria got the hot action films. You know, like Nigerian right. Expendables Nolly, and shit. Like, you know, what I mean, they got the, they got the, the hot action films <laughs> with like that the yo, yeah. yo, they be putting together those like 1998 special effects joints on it. Like yo, man, yes. but but you know it's it's down. um. It's, I think it's one of the mo- most important videos that's come out in a long time. Uh, if, if simply just the, the artistry is, is phenomenal. It's a it's a well shot and dense video. The song itself, uh, I'm not. I don't care about it too much. Right. But I do like the refrain. Get your money, black man. Get your money, black man. And it touches a lot of things. It's, it's a dope. It's a dope track. And mm-hmm. I feel like we we've talked about this a lot, but we also can continue unpackaging. We could do a whole podcast just talking about this with people every Very every true. week. Yeah. To be honest, yes, so. yes. And Word, that's man. what's up. Then, and yeah, I mean, like I said, I wasn't well educated about the piece, but um, I knew that I would get get a good education coming here tonight. So you know, just see what people are talking about. See what people are you know feeling about like i said i didn't know there were other renditions to be honest yeah. you know what i'm saying so that's pretty cool I'm what, one thing that out. late pointed out and i don't know if you pointed that out on the podcast or not but all the ad-libs in the background the people that are repeating the, the lines and chatting with them all people from atlanta mm-hmm. too so uh late mm-hmm. you were saying something about it being like a, kind of like a not a love letter to atlanta but kind of like mm-hmm. a very very much I culturally mean, centered in atlanta donald himself. glover has expressed repeatedly his appreciation of modern hip-hop mm-hmm. like uh contemporary well, he broke, he broke the migos like he's the one that blew the exactly, migos at, at the grammy yeah with bad and bougie whatever. they blew so, like, after that i mean quavo has ad-libs uh a whole bunch of people from young Atlanta thug has ad-libs, ad-libs on there as well so mm-hmm. it's definitely that's young thug right like here. uh yeah it's not like a satirical take or like a takedown of modern music but mm-hmm. it's definitely coming from a place of appreciation and i mean like atlanta's like a love letter to that city, man, and like the mixedness yeah. of it. Like I mean, seeing sister, that on TV every there. month. She is moved like... there. She lives in Jonesboro. My sister Word. does. Yeah. My, uh, just you know, you're younger than me, but uh, I've been there a couple of times. And uh, yeah, man, Atlanta's a real, real, real good city, man. I mean, it's a new still Hollywood. segregated. You know what I'm saying? Which is, you know, it's the South. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, the vibe is, is is real chill out there. Yo. Uh, speaking of Atlanta, can we like transition into like some news? Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, I read this article. I think it was on Complex. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read the whole article. I read like <laughs> maybe the first two pages or whatever, whatever internet pages constitute. Uh, Paragraphs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I read two sentences of this yeah, article yeah. and the headline, but like it was like talking about the secret weapons of hip hop and. Did you guys know Bad and Bougie was a sample? I've only listened to Bad and Bougie maybe twice. I'll never be bougie. Well, <laughs> I didn't know every song they threw out, but they threw out so many songs like people by Young Thug or mm-hmm. like like artists you don't expect to like be sampling a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But then like the producers of those tracks made the beat, but they were saying there's these secret weapons in hip hop, people that actually are providing the music for these songs because this new business has popped up hip-hop is almost 40 years old now it's like or maybe more um these guys are making original music for the producers now to sample because some people are starting to feel like you can't sample anything because people have dug up almost everything right right 
so like that track bad and bougie uh they they said so many track names it was like yo i didn't even know these people were sampling songs but it's like uh like a uh, prime is royce the five nine and dj premiere so far mm-hmm. every album they've taken somebody's original music and made samples of it mm-hmm. and i don't mean like old music like the first album was uh adrian young no 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 was i think it was adrian young yeah i think you're right and they took his music and made samples of it and it was like original music so you don't know the songs but they sampled it already and then the second one was uh adam yo what's his name he did ant-man wonder he worked with uh sky zoo who's also a previous guest of the podcast shout out to sky zoo so these these people are like making original songs and then I guess shipping these demos out to producers, like big producers like uh, Metro, Metro Boomin and yeah, 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 and uh, Sunny Digital, and they're sampling their tracks. But the article is about like how they're not getting credit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So the same way now, Spotify has started to put producers' names in like Spotify. Yeah, these guys are like coming for their credit now. Yeah. We and talked about that a little bit on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Uh, but the article, I didn't know it was as extensive as it was. Because I know about, like, um, Adrian Young and, like, Ant-Man Wonder, obviously. But, like, Bad and Bougie doesn't sound like a sample. It just sounds like they were in the studio and they were vibing and they made it. But he, like, sampled this dude's track. I don't know how much he added to it, but it's just... Yeah. Wow. yeah, that's interesting. I actually pulled the article up, and it's written by Son, uh, Sean Sitaro, who's one of my favorite. Um, I don't, I don't know, um, academics in hip hop. I should say he also hosts the Cipher, which is a, a, a hip hop podcast that interviews people and shit. And um, yeah, Sean uh, Sean Sitaro is is brilliant, man. He just knows so much about this culture. So uh, yeah, I'll take a look at this, man, and read it. But you know, there's definitely a problem with producers not being paid um, in on these streaming services the the metadata is just not there and it's not working in the same way that it did in the past so very very interesting i've got a piece of news um did you guys know that 50 cent was diagnosed with ligma what What's, what's ligma? Yeah, what's ligma? Lick my nuts, 50 Cent, you fucking <laughs> trash, buddy. Hey. No, no, no. No, I just seen him talking real wild, spicy shit about um, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, both yeah, of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I apologize. Yeah, okay, um, I feel like everybody's like, what? Yeah. Up, He's like, Yo, my cousin had ligma. Everybody <laughs> knows <laughs> these. Everybody knows. Yo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that, that's not real news, but, you know, 50 Cent, uh, he lived a rough life. Give him a break. Um, speaking uh, of... This... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I probably shouldn't bring it up. Go ahead. Uh, I was saying uh, earlier we were talking about Trayvon Martin's dad being in that video, or, or what I perceived it could have been him. Uh, Jay-Z actually just released his Trayvon Martin, uh, Martin uh, docuseries uh, on the 30th um, on BET. And it's like a, a series that's talking about Trayvon Martin. And uh, that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. So uh, I'd That's like to watch up. that. Have you guys seen um, the uh, the uh, what's his name um, the guy the the kid from New York who was uh, put into jail? Oh yeah, Khalif Broder. Khalif Broder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the backpack. Is it Broder? Broder. 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 Khalif Broder. Yeah. Um, I didn't see that one yet. Uh, well, I saw maybe I did see that. Yeah, it's it it's very disheartening and and very uh, disappointing to to see that. Yeah. 
that but poor Jay- kid. But Jay Z's in that, bro. That's the thing. I think he, I think Jay Z was communicating with that kid. Is he dead? Khalif, yeah, he committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy who was like in Rikers for two years before the trial. Off of even, off right? of like uh, allegedly stealing a backpack, and they had him in uh, they had him in isolation in solitary confinement for a whole minute, and he came out like with extreme cases of uh, PTSD, and eventually he killed himself. Jay Z was in communication with that kid directly, and I think Jay is I think it's dope that Jay Z is doing these type of things mm-hmm. uh, to bring light. And um, in one of the articles that I read today about this docu series, um, Jay Z was hoping that you know maybe people will uh, look at this case, and then you know uh, he has hopes that the law can change. You know, uh, I recently just saw another video of a man in Florida who was uh, he was uh, uh, this guy, an uh, older white guy, was yelling at this black woman in a car about uh, her parking. I'm not yeah, exactly she, sure she what the issue is. like a handicapped space. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then so yes. the husband comes up behind him and pushes him away. The guy falls on the ground, and the husband's yeah. not even advancing to like attack him again, but the dude pulls out a gun and shoots him. And this is perfectly legal in the state of Florida uh, with the stand your ground law, crazy, which is the man. same thing that uh, was, was um, used in the Trayvon Martin case. So, you know, that's just... That's that's terrible. It's terrible, man. I mean, you know, situation. I mean, this this is America, right? This is this is talk about America right now in real time, right? Where currently in the state of Florida, I'm just gonna you know rehash this. You know, basically they park, they come up and park in a handicapped space. The son and the uh, father go inside. He basically hears his wife being, you know, yelled at yeah. or, or having an argument with the white man. And, you know, he comes out and he pushes the dude away from his wife, right. who's in the car with their other child. Right. And uh, the dude's on the ground and he just... He immediately pulls his gun. I mean, he pulls his gun out. You know, and the guy's like, you know, get away from my wife. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? He's like, okay, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Goes back and, you know, and that's basically what happened. But Florida law says that uh, that's basically a legal, a legal act. Yeah, he, it, yeah, send your um, ground law. I mean, but but that's the same thing that cops, really? cops invoke I saw the video, as well. but yeah. I didn't know that... No, you know, that's illegal. That, that story behind. Yeah. It. Well, if you fear for your life, you can stand your ground. I mean, police officers fear for their lives all the time and right. shoot motherfuckers and get away with it. So right. trash. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this docu series though. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Yeah. Uh, oh. I don't want to get entrenched in some well, negative well, shit. Let's get into some other shit we may get entrenched into. This happened like maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. Drake is the first artist to hit a billion streams. Yeah, so if you use those streams to, you know, mobilize the youth, you know what I'm saying? Let, let me I'm, I'm, not too, I'm not too impressed. Come on, come on Drake. I'm not you too know impressed. what I'm saying? I mean, People literally like on, the, on, on one of the largest streaming platforms became an advertisement for him. And yeah, I'm not that impressed. I mean, also, this yeah. is his, his lowest selling album when it comes to physical sales. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Substantially, I think. Interesting. So, I think well, only... Well, physical hmm. sales are, I mean, that's kind of a uh, well, well well i mean not not physical sales but sales sales in general yeah that means that people that purchase from itunes people that purchase it so not are streams, streams inclu- not, no not streams, streams are not included well that's so. what i was gonna say like i mean i he didn't sell a lot of eight tracks either that's what i'm saying yeah well i mean kendrick sold a lot of physicals last year i mean they're not completely gone well yeah. i i think you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, we we actually talked about this on the episode with Goyama, but I cut the conversation out because the episode was a little bit long. And um, 
you know, using these using these metrics to compare like somebody's success based on the current way that the market works is a little bit weird now. Uh, him having a billion streams, I don't understand how we can quantify that in relationship to like Michael Jackson's album sales in 1985. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about album sales, but how many times did people listen to those songs? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, streaming. Streaming is something that you could do just to check something out, whether you like it or not, and it goes counts towards but I mean, the success of that album. I mean, you can't take anything away. Like, how much is a billion? You well, know I think, what I mean? I mean? Think about it like this. Like, basically, the, the dissemination of information. Back then, you know, you had to physically get up and go to somebody's house or go to a record store to get that. You know what I'm saying? So you were actively... Looking for I don't this know. year, you guys are like, you guys are approaching some uh, Grand Torino territory right now, right? You know, I mean, but I you mean, know, I mean, what do you mean? I mean, like, you guys are like, well, back in the day, we used to have to walk to the store. Well, I mean, I think that's important, right? I think it's about um, passive versus active. I mean, yes, but I, I mean, like, a billion streams is a lot of streams, I agree with you, but not, yeah, that also, but I mean, like, it's different, like, yeah, if you were to talk to somebody born. 10 years ago like a 10 year old or even like an 18 year old who was born after 9-11 almost at this point it's like uh yeah we remember going to best buy in circuit city to have to buy records but now it's like yo you can listen to youtube or you can buy the streaming service and listen to the album like those are the avenues like i mean the the grading system is different Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows how many niggas hit home runs before Babe Ruth started hitting home runs and they started counting. Same thing for like the Beatles, you know. Chuck well, Berry's mean, numbers still, aren't accurate. If you know that information, I think that is the key. Somebody has that information. I think the people who are in the scene at underground or whatever, they, they always have the information. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, the people in the know, right? If you were in the scene, somebody taught you, here's what it is. And that's, I think, what makes it a little bit different so if you have a you know a, you know a million record shows by michael jackson it's not just people being able just to push a button you you were a part of a community you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah who are part of people who are talking about the songs and about the meanings and you know before you even heard the song you feel me i feel like but now it's like okay let me i can i can get it so easily i don't have to search i don't have to like um be involved in the community to get other information that i may not get by just listening to the song you know what i mean so the culture around it i guess and when you have places where people are meeting for that culture, that's when it gets deep and the stories are told. And the you know. But that's interesting, man, because that's how almost like uh, people who are beyond casual fans feel. Like when somebody new comes in, like, yo, I love G-Eazy, you know? Have you heard this? <laughs> right. Should I say this? We had somebody on the podcast who was like, yo, did you guys know Biggie? Hmm. <laughs> it's deeper than that. Did you guys that's know awesome. Biggie and Tupac were friends? Yeah, like knew it's each like other. I never knew. <laughs> no, I think the. the I mean, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, the, this, right. this conversation. Uh, I, I the point that I was making was actually in relationship to the conversation we had last time, right. where they were comparing. Like uh, uh, during our conversation, uh, I think late pointed out that like uh, 
the number of versus like Michael Jackson. So that's kind of my position that I right. take. But yeah, a billion streams is a fucking lot of streams. But I think when you have the machine behind you that much, it's a little bit less impressive to me. But I, at the yes, same time, yes. I be hating on Drake all the time. So it's yes. just going to come across as more goddamn hate for Drake. Shout out to yeah, chocolate like, cake. Yeah. Yes. yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, a billion streams is a phenomenal, crazy number of streams. Mm. But again, um, so yeah. what is it? What I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier. What is it about Drake that makes you want to hate? I, I think I, I well, like <laughs> no. You know, usually, usually <laughs> for me, for me, it tends to be more of the. About him, to be it tends to be more of the fans mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to me disliking uh, an artist a lot. <laughs> yes. Where I speak and get vocal about Word. it. I mean, uh, his fans are constantly telling me like he's the greatest, like Drake is the hottest, and things of that nature. And I just don't see it in that way. And I've seen him. Uh, take people's waves so people's style i think he perpetrates a lot um i mean i can go on yeah, and on yeah, and please, on please, i don't I, think that like he really it. has anything to say i think he's a giant adolescent little boy when it comes to emotion and his shit just doesn't have anything that i take from it of interest other than like oh this sounds like a pretty good pop rap song mm-hmm. and that's generally how i feel about drake uh so his his newest album like i gave the rap side of it a spin i was like yeah these are pretty well constructed rap tracks that I just won't go back to personally. Mm-hmm. So I count towards those billion streams, I suppose. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? But you know, it's like it's 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 whatever. Like uh when you're when you're a mega pop star like that, you know, a billion streams is fucking good job. Yeah. You know, like, here's a pat on the back and a slice of pizza with some sprinkles on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I won't harp on it. I, I do be I like hating it. on Drake a lot. Yeah, I, I definitely do, and I don't. I don't make any concessions to it. I don't try to play it off as not hate. Like, yeah, I just don't mm. like the guy <laughs> too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't. Yeah, and if anybody comes at me and it's like, "Yo, but you should," then I'm gonna be like, "That's when my hate meter goes. I get stronger." <laughs> you know I mean? I'm gonna go out of my way to do like a checklist and tell you why I think it's trash. But you know, he makes a lot of good songs. Like last yeah. year, was it last year? One of my favorite songs of the year was the Drake song. Portland. Portland was the jam, yo. That shit was dope. He makes good music. You know, just mostly I don't really care too much. But was that an Ant Man Wonder sample though? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It it surprises me that people are surprised by this. You know, like like the analytics, like this is this has been a problem. I mean, they're they're literally being sued because uh, you know what I mean. They're they're literally being sued because people are not getting paid because the metadata is not there and people are accruing all this money off of streams and the people who are responsible so for much them money, are not. Man. Like imagine, like a billion stream album. Like there's only, I mean it's a double disc album, so whatever. But like that's like half a million streams for maybe a song per album, per CD, and then you're the guy who played guitar on it, and you're not really getting any money from yeah. that if you don't have credit on it. And yeah, they're trying to get their credit. If you look at the way that the listings now, um, the, the songwriters are getting a lot more credit, but the producers are still struggling a little bit. The weather report that I had today was a song by this guy named Buddy. Who is a, a pretty dope new artist, and a he new has track or? oh he's got a new album out, and it's yeah it's, yeah uh, that's a yeah it's, actually they talked about that on the other podcast I told you about okay word I mean it's a good podcast I mean a good podcast it's a good album uh, Harlan and Alondra <laughs> this and is this is he it. has a he has a, a song called Young. and if you look at the track listing yes. and the production credits on it, um, Erica Badu, Big Boy, 
uh, and basically everybody um, from this song that that he uses a vocal refrain from uh, off of what is this song? Like Liberation. Mm-hmm. There's a fine line between mm-hmm. love and hate. Mm-hmm. See, so he, he uses a, a, a refrain from that joint, and everybody that was on that original song on the Outcast album is credited as a songwriter. So that means that they're going to get a little bit of that bank, and that's just the way it works now. So it's a weird. It's, the music industry is a weird place, man. Yeah, it's man. I mean, weird place. Yeah, I'm sure that's like some record label kind of deal. Like even back in the day, like uh, I think Otis Redding is credited on the Otis song yeah. by Watch the Throne mm-hmm. just because, you know, these companies kind of wised up like, oh. Yep. That's how that shit works out, man. But shit, should we go into the weather forecast late? Let's let's say Hero uh let's let Hero talk about his show cuz we got to get out of here. Yeah, let's um yo, shout out to Isom, shout out to Hero King for coming through. Thank you. Can you guys please big up whatever you're doing right now? Give out like your social media. If you got any like events, live things happening, talk about that also. Uh yeah, I have one in August 18th, Saturday. Uh Tokyo so drive. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. It's a funky soulful live jam party with you know Where's this gonna be at? Band. Uh, we got we got uh, uh, we got Ryan from Holland. He's a soul soul singer from Holland, and my man Bannon Keith on the drums, and Tani Gogo. He's Born. a yes. regional uh, rock dancer oh, from shit. like Soul Train. He, he was on Soul OG. Train. Oh, okay, yeah. so like a triple OG. Ah uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. yeah. And w- where is this going to be at though? Uh, Shibuya. Uh, in, yeah, Gangetto, Shibuya. Gangetto. Yeah. Okay. It's ne- very close from the the family. Okay. Yes. Close to family. Yeah. Super dope. We'll yes. make sure to. Uh, I I gotta try to make it to that man. Shit. I didn't Dude, get please. to make it to the last mile out. I was a little disappointed with myself. I heard yeah, my Ayana bad. from I didn't make it also, man. My Curly bad. and Kansai. Uh, uh, Ayana from Ayana, Black yeah, Creatives yeah. of Japan. She was there too. I wanted to meet her, but I didn't get the opportunity. But uh, yeah, maybe I can make it to this because I'm on vacation, son. Can I get a Can I get a, a bomb drop? Do I have an explosion? <laughs> vacation, vacation, vacation. Yo, son. <laughs> About to drop that new shit from Mega. Word, word. All right, yo, and uh, I some what? Uh, anything coming up? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I just want to say just give a shout out to. Uh, Tony Gogo and uh, the Gogo Brothers, two of my favorite dancers. Uh, his sons, uh, Japanese dancers, they are dope as fuck. Yeah, funky. I mean, just Google the Gogo Brothers uh, on YouTube or something, bro. Like, I'm gonna check yeah. them out on uh, yes. on joints once oh, yes. they get going. Oh yeah, that would be a dream for sure. But yeah, that's what's up. I mean, um, yeah, joints. We're, we're gonna release the beta by uh, mid September. Um, working on our renewal of the website for Body Archives, but in the meantime, just hit me up at uh, isom at body-archives.com or check out our Instagram uh, at Body Archives, one word, all lowercase. Yes. There we go. Lowercase. Lowercase, because that's all we can get. Thank Yo, and as this comes out, that following... <laughs> as this comes out, that following Sunday, Speakeasy is going down at Hotel Koe. Come check out your peoples over there. I'll be over there looking crazy. Yo, uh, in Shibuya, in the middle of Shibuya, the second 
Taco Bell. It's near a hub. All this information is irrelevant because it's like it's not specific information. <laughs> Yo, it's called Hotel Coet in Shibuya. You got to come out there. We'll be there in the first Sunday. Every other Sunday, August, October, November. Did I hit that? I don't know. I'm December. not sure. Shit. Yo, uh, so definitely come out this Sunday, though, because we'll be there. Hero King gets played. We have all kinds of people play. Are you spinning at this one, Hero? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. This one. Last one. Oh, okay. Right, right. That's yeah. great. No doubt. <laughs> also, every Monday, I'm in Azaba Juban at a Blue Gem Cafe. Me and my guy Akira are doing Smooth as Eggs, so you want to come through and check that. Uh... There aren't many shows this week, but please check the calendar. Check the calendar. That's the easiest way to go about it. Or hit us up. We don't give a damn. We'll tell you about it, too. <laughs> Yo, go to go to iTunes. Hit the five stars. Go to our Patreon. It doesn't exist. You just come to my house and drop off a dollar every month. We're good. <laughs> We're going to put that to good use. You know what I mean? So Yo, this yeah. is uh, at Mega Late Show Everything. That's right. At Mega Late Show Everything. Pay attention, because a lot of good things are happening. And I want you all to pray for 50 Cent and his ligma. Fuck you, bro. Make a Late Show episode number 42. The Mighty Hero King, Me Late, and Isom of the yes. Body Archive. Thanks, bro. H-N-I-C. D-O-double-G. Keeps on sounding like I'm about to rap, but I ain't. Make a Late Show, we fucking out. Y'all can say goodbye, too. Yo. Peace. <laughs> lick, lick, lick on my. Mm. Cut, cut all that shit out, man. Just go ahead and edit that out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, that joke. Yeah. It was too long to anyway, up. so just take off that you know joke what I mean? at the just end. Pull That's that one out. <laughs>